Magazine. Everybody, I'm Brendan O'Brien. And I'm Rena Ezra. And we got a great guest for you today. It's actually, I think it's our first uh, like edibles creator that we've had on the podcast, right? Ooh, perhaps. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. So it's a great honor for us to have yeah. on. Uh, Gabby, thank you for being here, Gabby. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, we honestly, like, we we just hit record because like we, Gabby was starting to give us some like, real good info with some crystal <laughs> yeah. eyes and some good insight into the life that she lives. And we like couldn't waste another second not getting that for you guys. So thank you guys for listening to us. And thank you for being here today, Gabby. Awesome. I am super excited. <laughs> yeah. Where are you coming from today? Uh, North Arlington. Okay. So not not too far, but pretty close. Yeah. A lot of traffic today. Not, not sure what's going on. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that traffic. I always wonder if it is already the holiday season. Yeah. You know, it's, it's traffic season. because of like classic people leaving work or there was whatever it's rush hour but then just yeah like there are longer lines at you know pulls in the UPS store when you return Amazon shipments now there's stuff like it's November it's hitting and especially now that with like daylight saving that it's darker people's internal clocks have not adjusted yet so once like the other day it was like five o'clock and I'm like is it like midnight like what is this um but I feel like with it getting darker now people just can't drive like the moment like you lose daylight you lose your sense of direction yeah I mean the Jersey drivers were not the best to begin with <laughs> and then you turn the lights off and then you're sassy yeah, that's that's but exactly. yeah I feel like also during the pandemic I've been noticing it way just it gets way worse yeah. I don't know if that's just me but I'm like ter- more terrified on the road now oh yeah I don't drive I don't even night. have a car I don't I drive don't, that much but being in the passenger seat I'm I just hate like, driving at night but to, it's funny because during the pandemic for like six months, I did not change my headlights. They were both out. Oh my God. And that was my excuse to not drive at night. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, can't go out at night if I don't have headlights. I think it's a very <laughs> clever restriction. You yeah. <laughs> already <laughs> dangerous, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, I had a similar thing where uh, at one point uh, I was driving up. Actually, I was driving up to, uh, I would have I been breaking up with my girlfriend at the time, and I ended up not getting up there. And I was like, oh, I guess this is a sign because my windshield wipers like stopped working in the middle of driving up there and then I spent like six or seven months with no windshield wipers and I was like alright if it rains I guess I had to okay, go outside well, no, <laughs> <that is laughs> I didn't so want it anyway so oh my god it's like, it's like uh, but you gotta keep back in, the, back in the day it's like once the street lights come on you gotta get home yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's cause I don't have headlights yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah wow that's <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> alright um, we'll, before we go into the wonderful Gabby's Gourmet goodies mm-hmm. that's recently become an LLC yeah. Congrats, congrats. Uh, we have to give you your challenge. Yes. Okay, so oh. you are going to receive a challenge uh, throughout the duration of the podcast. It's no pressure. It's just whenever you want to say anything that is on a list that we're going to give you, you just shout them out. If it's in the middle of conversation, you just say, and I am on this list. And the challenge that you have is to name as many capital cities in the United States as you can. <laughs> Sofa. Listen. Can I curse? Oh, you said. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Have we not done that yet already? I feel like I'm quite off. Guys, in case you're wondering if this is one of those cursing podcasts, you're fucking right. Welcome to the session of fucking Mary Jane. Uh, How do you pronounce your last name? Perim? Perim. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yes. Gabriella Perim. Yes. And you said that your family, you're from Brazil? Yes. Yes. Uh, Cool. What part of Brazil? Minas. Minas Gerais. Cool. And you are you from that too, or are you? I was born here, but my whole family is from there. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to be going back for the first time in 16 years <gasps> this January, so oh. I'm super excited. Ooh. Yeah. So this is the first time I'll be going there when it's the Brazilian summer, and oh. I'm also going to be going for my birthday. So that's nice. two firsts for me, and the first time I'm going as an adult. So I'm actually going to be, you know, like. 
traveling and seeing things that I was yeah. never able to see because yeah. where we're from is like six hours to the closest beach. So mm-hmm. it's like the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There's really nothing to do where we're from besides, you know, just see family. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to go back. Ooh, that is, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. that is very fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, it's going to be like an entirely new experience. Yeah, It's not for sure. obviously that many years later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like wow. I am also one of the only, I'm one of like 92 cousins. We have a mass, and that's just on my, that is just on my mom's side. Like if your family just backs up, backs you up, and the, is the only customers for your business, you'll be, I'd be set for life. That's <laughs> it. You just need your family to buy your. Products. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. So and I'm like one of the only ones that like doesn't have kids. Mm. So nice. I'm pretty excited to go back and actually be able to be like, all right, peace out, guys. I'm yeah. Gonna go. yeah, I'm gonna go live my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. What are the things about Brazil that you look forward to doing or like Exploring, being around? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I don't even know. Like, I'm going to be going as a tourist mm. because like mm-hmm. what I remember of Brazil is, you know, where I'm from and that's it. Like I said, there's really, there, there's not that much to do over there. So yeah. I want to go, you know, to all the different places, experience the different foods from all around. Mm. Um, I want to go to a beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I definitely want to go do a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, I'm going as a complete tourist right now. Yeah, um, it is interesting, like to go to a country that's like your like family heritage, and it's like it is a part of you in a way because like even if you have never like been there, or you haven't been there that much. Like your family has definitely been in yeah. this country. It's like you're kind of getting to like like I, I think you get to see your family in a different way too because now you're seeing like the experiences that they had almost. Exactly. You know, so. I think it's the part that's crazy to me too is that I am most of like my aunts and uncles age the last time I saw them Mm. and it's like it's crazy because now I'm in their place and like my my nieces and nephews see me the same way I used to see them and like it blows my mind to like put myself in that place now it's like shit I'm an adult now I am not gonna sit at the kids table anymore (laughs) I might go there for fun but Sure. The kids' table is 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 generally like a more fun atmosphere a lot oh, of times, you know. It's because like you just spend a lot of time like wanting to get out of the kids' table and like wanting to be at the adult table because you're like, oh, like what are they talking about over there? And then you get over there and it's like politics or like or, yeah. or like other like adult things. Oh you know? yeah, I always thought in movies or TV shows where it's just like that, you know the aunt who like drinks a bit too much and she's like just sitting there at the kids table and she's like hey what's going on like like, at whatever family events because like she is a little immature and doesn't go with the adults like I always thought that girl was cool yeah (laughs) see (laughs) I'm gonna be that I'm gonna be that aunt except instead of being drunk I'm gonna be so yeah, yeah, yes, no, same, same. I am also, I was exactly. the high version. I, I will be version. like, yeah. you're 18, you want to take a little risk? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that, that actually is like a, a new part of like family parties that has like started to emerge. Like as like as we kind of become like more generally accepted or people just like kind of clue into like the like harmlessness of it and like mm-hmm. the like universal joy that it kind of does bring a lot of people, you know? It's like fun to be like at family parties and it's like, it's like all right, like we're the weed smokers. And like you're trying to figure out oh, who they are. It's it's funny because like, the the family that I do have here in the United States, like most of my cousins that are like around my age, we all smoke mm. and we all know we all smoke. Mm. And like during family parties, we'll all just be like, well, let's take a quick drive. Let's just, let's just head out. And yeah. it's like, we all like pack 
into one car and mm. then go on yeah. for a little hour ride. <laughs> it's, it's also like a community bonding, social bonding experience. It's, a, it's different than drinking culture for sure that when you also have to like pass a joint or like if you're doing like there's something we weed out those certain people in parties or in mm. families yeah. that are just like yeah like that type of person and you're just like oh cool you can just you can chill with the person by mm. not really saying much yeah. but then the conversation just goes places because also when you're both high it's just a very different experience yeah. than when you're under the influence with alcohol or anything oh for sure yeah. I also it was also pretty cool because once like I started doing everything and cooking and doing all this food I actually threw a dinner for my cousins, and I made, like, a traditional Brazilian meal, and I infused all of it. Oh, my God. And it was awesome because um, I didn't tell my parents we were doing this, so I made them, like, the same thing that we were eating, just non-infused. And I took it to, like, my mom's house, and, like, my my parents and my, my aunt ate, and then, like, all my cousins came over, and... We just hung out, we ate, we smoked, and it was a great time. And it was one of the first, like, big meals that I made in Fuse. Mm. Just, and it was, like, they were, like, my test subjects. Like, oh, let's see, let's see yeah, how this goes. Uh, yeah. And it was a success. It was great. Um, it was funny because I planned on taking so many pictures and creating content and doing all that stuff that night. And we got so high that <laughs> I, completely, I didn't take a single picture. I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, there was not a single... Way yeah. to to prove that that night existed to capture that exactly moment, just in your brain <laughs> exactly yeah. but it was a great night and it was pretty is awesome. that where the idea yeah. of the business was cultivated or no it- I had actually already started the business um, I started it back in I started making edibles in 2018 but um, April 2020 my dog got really sick um, we were already in lockdown and. Long story short, an $8,000 later in vet bills, um, I pretty much had to figure out what to do because in the same week that he got sick and all that happened, oh, I got laid off of work. Oh, man. Um, no, it's, don't feel bad. I was trying to get fired so bad <laughs> beforehand. So yeah, losing a bad job is a good it thing. Was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so funny because when they called to like say, like, oh, you know, we have to lay you off and everything else, like before they even said it, I'm like, listen, I understand it's hard times. You don't, you don't got to say it. I'm here if you need me. But I was trying to get fired so badly. So not only did I get laid off and like I was able to claim unemployment and do all that stuff. Blessing in disguise. Exactly. But, you know, it was kind of like the motivation I needed to start all of this. Mm. So I started just um, making some stuff and giving it out to my friends. And like, this is what I was telling you before. What I started with was something called Brigadeiro. So Brigadeiro is a um, traditional Brazilian treat. It's um, a kind of like a chocolate fudge. It's normally rolled into like little balls um, with sprinkles on it, but I usually make mine and put it into little cups. It just travels better. It's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how I started off. I started making the brigadeiro and just giving it out to a bunch of people and being like, here, try this, try this. And then um, I started selling them. And then my best friend kept pushing me. She's like, you need to make an Instagram page. You need to make a page. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. And then in August, I finally made an Instagram page after a few months of her bothering me about it. And then, um, yeah. And then from there, it just, you know, it was kind of like word of mouth. And then I got like my first hundred followers and I have a childhood friend who she was my best, one of my best friends growing up. And I love her 
With all of my heart. Um, she's a social media influencer. She was mm-hmm. on like Drake's music video and everything. Oh. And I sent her some of my treats and I was not expecting her to post anything about it. I was just sending it to her just to send it. Right. And she posted about it. And mm-hmm. like the same day that I posted like, oh, thanks for my first hundred followers. I hit my first thousand followers. Wow. And it was like, That's oh. Nice. And then it just yeah. pretty much blew up from there. And mm-hmm. um, I started just getting more and more clients. It's, I got started getting messages from people literally from all around the world, like from Australia, like I'm going to go there someday to go buy your food. And I'm like, oh, it blows wow. my mind to oh like, my God. to think that like, you know, all these people from around the world have seen what I do and yeah. like are interested in coming here. Like, yeah, I feel like some shit you see on like the food channel and like Anthony Bourdain kind of thing. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a thing though. It is like that business where they have shows on Apple or I mean, there's another streaming service I can't think of, but on different networks where it's, uh, you know, infused cooking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I think, um, what's the one that I think Two Chains is on? Like yeah, most that's... expensive. Hmm. That I gotta look up and double check. Yeah, I definitely. I'm pretty sure. I was actually just talking to my boyfriend about it. I want to make the <laughs> most expensive um, cheesesteak. Mm. and it will be infused and it'll have pretty gold leaf on it and everything most expensivest most expensivest yes (laughs) (laughs) so I want to make the most expensivest cheesesteak and have two chains come try it yes yeah and we're talking about before the podcast about like how like you kind of have to like keep things fresh and especially in any kind of business you need to have freshness and and, like this is like a very exciting thing I think people like like are finding out more and more about like just like the whole culture of like edibles and 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 the things you could do with it because for a while it was like chocolate and like maybe gummies maybe a drink yeah right brownies brownies was a deal yeah now it's like but they're having chefs like Full blown like, chefs, yeah. Yeah, mm. like prepare stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just saying the other one I was thinking of was Bong Appetit. Oh yeah. Oh, there's cooked with cannabis and then chopped four twenty. There's actually um a one of the chefs that was is it on Bong Appetit? One of those shows. She follows me on Instagram and she's always like commenting on my posts mm-hmm. and sending me things. And she's awesome. <laughs> and it's funny because watching her on TV, like, she's crazy. She's she's wild. Like, it's, she, at least one of the things, one of the competitions that I saw, like, she wasn't, like, properly dosing her food. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, how many milligrams? She's like, mm. I don't know, high. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, so that, but that, like, that is another element, though, to cooking. And is that Dora Lavorado you're referring to? No. She's on Bon just because if people are listening to this and they want specifically let me go on Instagram right now and I'll find her I think that's amazing that you've gotten this support from everybody that which Cynthia. doesn't surprise me because this is such a great service yeah her name's Cynthia Sacido she ah, was okay. on Top Chef and Cooked with Cannabis got you oh, no. shout out Ooh. to Symphony <laughs> nice yeah so yeah it's pretty cool and um yeah, it's just, yeah, there's there's a lot to it. There's, you can literally make anything. You can infuse anything. Mm-hmm. So you could, you could infuse drinks. You can infuse empanadas like I brought yeah. for you guys. Yeah, yo, guys, Gabby gave us a treasure trove of great things. We got empanadas. We got some, we got, what kind of juice did you say this was? Um, it's called Cash Passion. It is a cashew juice mixed with passion fruit juice. 
Um, and it's just delicious. And what is, what kind of empanadas are they? Vegan. Vegan beef empanadas. Oh, Beef. Yeah. yeah, vegan beef. I was curious what was in it. Yeah, we got some coffee. <laughs> like we got sauce. We got yeah, some there's co- coffee. I don't think I've ever tried infused coffee. Yeah, have have it's gonna before. be amazing. Have like, how has like the culture changed in the time that you've been making edibles in terms of like like legality stuff, but also just in the terms of, like the acceptance of it as like a regular. So when I started everything, it was still only medically. Um, legal in the state. It still wasn't recreational or anything. Um, But after it being recreationally legalized, I have gotten a lot more parents Mm. um, as customers, which is really funny because my best friend's mom is now like one of my top customers. And it's funny because before that, she was so against it. And wow. she hated every time that I would go over because she knew I was only there for us to smoke. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's funny because now every time she sees me, she's like, oh, do you have some juice? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you got some sauce? Like, and she loves all of it. So, um, yeah, since, since you know, legalization in this pretty much year and a half that I've been doing everything, um, yeah, there's there's been, like, a lot of change. Um, the one thing I still would love to see is, you know, more laws uh, made specifically for edibles because it was pretty much left out of this most mm-hmm. recent bill and everything. So technically, this is still kind of illegal. Yeah. Um, and what they're what they are legalizing as far as edibles is kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully they they change that and you know we are able to to come out of the grinder you know i i i hope that in this next year and a half we are able to to come out and be more out with it but there's still a lot to go but we've come a long way we've come a very long way and you know it's definitely more accepted now it's definitely um a little less taboo than it normally or was before um but there is still a huge like negative black cloud around it because Mm -hmm. of you know the, the stigma that there was around it, the mm-hmm. the badness that there is associated with weed. Yeah. So until like people, you know, really give it a chance and educate themselves and, and see what it is that, you know, this can actually do for you, it's there's still gonna be like all that negativity around it. Yeah. But you know, there's there's endless pos- possibilities and I've seen people who were so against it, become so for it. So I am very hopeful. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of the positive things about, like, consuming weed in edible form is that, like, it kind of, because, like, I understand, like, like the idea of smoking is not for everyone, just, like, mm-hmm. in general. So it doesn't matter what it is. Like, they're going to be, like, a little turned off to it. But it's nice that someone could be like, well, I do like juice. I do like coffee. I do like empanadas. I do like all these things. Exactly. And it's almost like, it, like, it kind of, like, breaks down, like, a little bit of that barrier in order to, like, let you get in because it's a little more familiar to you if you're eating it or drinking it. Exactly. The one thing that, like, I love, too, is that, you know, not only is this fun for people to do, but I've been able to help so many people, Mm -hmm. like, from cancer patients to people suffering from anxiety to insomnia, like, everything you can think of. I've had so many people like, oh, you have no idea, you've saved me, like, I haven't been able to sleep in in weeks, and I finally was able to sleep a night. I've had... Mm -hmm. Cancer patients literally tell me that they hated their pain medication and they completely changed from pain medication to edibles. Mm. And they've been able to function and be pain-free 
And I, it's funny because I even gave my neighbor some edibles because a few months back she fell down her stairs and broke some ribs. Mm. And okay. she told me she's been having pain and she hasn't been able to sleep. And I was like, oh, do you want to try some stuff? And she's like, she's like, yeah, my, she's like, my niece gave me some things and it wasn't that good and I didn't really like it. And I'm like, here, try this. Take about a third of it, 30 minutes before bed, and you'll be great. Mm. The next morning, she came, like, almost crying. She's like, I haven't been able to sleep a whole night in 30 years. Wow. And she was, like, she, I literally ran inside, and I got, like, a bunch more. And I'm like, here, take it. <laughs> oh, my god. So, like, it's, you know. Yeah, you're really helping people. It's, it's awesome. It makes a difference. Oh, it really does. And it's, it, it just, it makes me feel so good and it pushes me to want to do more sure. and like because you know you never know who you could be helping you never know mm -hmm. like just what people are going through and like yeah. to us it's something it's just edibles but to some people that's literally a lifesaver mm. yeah i mean pain relief you're providing people's relief from having some like sometimes chronic pain pre yeah like yeah. like Stuff that they have probably, like that woman's at 30 years, like stuff that mm -hmm. people have lived with for a very, very long time, and you're just able to alleviate that, and you're able to do good with the business. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not even just like, oh, making a product and like selling it and being, you know, I, I don't know, it's not even like competing with people because in any industry, you're there's a little competition. Well, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of people trying to do the same thing you are. Mm -hmm. But, like, for you to be around here in this area makes a huge difference. Like, the you know what I'm saying? We're not we're not in the West Coast. Like, yeah. a huge thing is when we have people in this podcast who are local mm -hmm. or people who are doing things for their community and even bigger. Like, you're reaching more, which is wonderful. But, like, also, yeah, when you said North Arlington, I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, you're, the, you're that close? I mean, what? Um, so, yeah, I also... Uh, before I forget, a question I want to ask you is what is the difference or like level of difficulty for making like infusing juices versus coffee mm -hmm. versus sauce versus when you're making with empanadas? Because obviously you can't just like, you know, blend as much as you want <laughs> or with so making the oils like. Because we have a product, Le Levo, Levo, or there's something that we make. I'm, not, that, I'm not a fan of the Levo. I use you. the Tell magical butter. Mm. So the Tell Levo, you can only, um, it says that you're supposed to be able to get more out of less flour. Mm -hmm. um, but I really don't think so. You're only able to do, I think it's what, like eight grams at a time. I think or it's more, yeah. if you, if you like take out the little chamber and like put yeah. a screen on mm -hmm. the inside, you're yeah. able to do, I think at most like 14 grams or something like that. How much you were able to do with the other one? I can do like three ounces at a time. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a difference. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm able to do a lot more at well, a time. Well, you gotta make more, yeah. Yeah, and the thing that, like, the Levo is convenient because, you know, it decarbs and everything all in one machine. It's it's nicer and it, like, strains everything for you. But, you know, for putting in a little extra work, you get way more product. I feel like the mm. Levo is good for personal use if you're just making it for yourself. Yes, gotcha. Um, but for mass production, yes, yes. <laughs> magical butter is definitely the way to go. I actually have two of them because I have to keep always sure. just making mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, so what is like one of your favorite things to make? Hmm. 
don't know. <laughs> or what are you putting also on like your list of? I can classics? tell you. I can tell you what my least favorite thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's that? Um, and do people order it often? Yes. <laughs> the brigadeiro, the OG, oh. the big that started with. <laughs> and the only reason I hate making it is because I use condensed milk, mm. and I always cut myself on the stupid can. Like, oh, I'm always, wow. I always have a problem where, I, like, when I'm scraping out the can, I will always, like, just slice, like, a, oh. a piece of my finger or something. And I'm like, oh. And, like, sometimes... It's for the people that... <laughs> <laughs> the people need me! Yeah. So it's, like, sometimes I'm, like, whenever I'm gonna do it, I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, I'll wear gloves and everything, but, like, it just, it slices. Wow, and I, I did not think that was gonna be the reason. <laughs> <laughs> that condensed milk can. Yeah, can, cans are a little dangerous. <laughs> they are know? very dangerous. Have you ever used an electric can opener before? My mom had one. Yes, yeah. my, my parents have one of those, and I kind of want to get one. Yo, they're cool, but definitely sometimes when I've used it, it just keeps rotating. <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like, I saw it, and you're like, you think you like stopped hitting the button, you're unclicked it, because you're just supposed to click, or this click machine, one. you click it once, yeah. and then it just does it for you, and then but then you're just like fighting with it, and just trying to take the can back, and it's been a frightening experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they're great. I'm saying I just do enjoy the old fashioned way, but then I also feel old because I'm like, my hands are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what I've learned? More weed in my life. It really depends on your can opener because I have one that's mm-hmm. like, you have to crank it and mm-hmm. like, yo, my arm gets a little tired after, yeah. after opening a bunch of cans. Yeah. But like, I have one that is smooth as butter. Mm. And like literally with like a few fingers, barely putting pressure, it just oh, glides over the can. It's mm. amazing. So it really just depends on yeah, what I you can have. Cheap one, yes. <laughs> but I feel like the more I crank it, I'm gonna my right arm is gonna be way buffer than my left. <laughs> <laughs> like, Did you go to the gym? No, I just opened a can. I opened several condensed milk with my friend <laughs> because she was being attacked. Yeah. So what's like the like the daily process for you? Like with like like how much food do you? make on like a daily or weekly basis um it really depends um the good thing about like you know working for myself is that if one day i want to just not do anything i can just not do anything like i'm gonna be backed up the next few days but (laughs) i i have that that liberty to do it um so i mean it really depends um it depends on how much like i'm posting on instagram because posting means messages means orders Mm -hmm. so you know it really just depends some what what was your hesitation for not having instagram for the longest time (sighs) I don't know. I'm scared. It is a risk. It's scared of what? The legality, mm. getting caught, putting myself out there. Because at that point, because I feel like people are just quite public about it now. So that's well, like, I am. I am. Since making the page, I've become a lot more public with my use, with everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like back then, it was like only on my close friends list. Did oh, these yeah, people know true. that I smoke? I see what you're saying. Yes. No. So now I, both of my pages are linked. Everybody knows what I do. Like, well, yeah, was that a, it? Wasn't a shock to your family, you said, right? Or you was, um, <laughs> did they know what I'm saying? Like, all your cousins, and then you, like, yeah, my they cousins, know that you're like cook, and yeah, then you're... my cousins. I mean, they knew I smoked, but nobody really knew, like, what. <laughs> 
When I started making edibles three years ago, all of my cousins got really shitty cookies for Christmas. (laughs) 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 That was their first experience with my edibles. And then they didn't have it again until the dinner. So they were kind of skeptical, too, because they were like... We've had your stuff. Yeah. And, like, back then I had no idea what I was doing. It was, like, my first batch of cookies, and I was like, fuck it. This is what everybody's getting for Christmas. So. What's one of the differences between baking and cooking? I suck at baking. I'm great at cooking. (laughs) 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 All right. That is. I just thought there was maybe there's something different with, like, you know. No. Infusing each, but it's basically. Yes and no. So, they're. You know, cooking with weed isn't just cooking with weed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of science that is that sure, goes behind yeah. it because, you know, the process of it isn't you just you don't just throw bud in. Obviously, you know, yes. you got to decarb. Yes. You have to it has to be at a specific temperature. And um, one thing I've started reading a lot more into is how to express the different cannabinoids depending on what temperature you decarb. Mm. So you can get more CBD, you can get more THC mm-hmm. depending on how long, how how hot, right, you know. Right. Um, so there's a lot of like science that goes behind it, and then that also transfers into like once the product is ready, you can't um, heat up THC too much because then you burn it away. Mm-hmm. So. You have to do research into what it is that you're going to be making, and you have to decide at what point you're going to be adding in the oil, the honey, the the yeah. butter, whatever it is, mm-hmm. because you have to keep it in for an amount of time for everything to emulsify and mix in, but not too much time that it's going to burn away. Mm-hmm. So it is a little bit of a, sure. yeah. of a, of a process, yeah. um, but... But look at your growth. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Were you interested in science? Because it's not like you, like, like, that was a part of, like, the, pro- like, this whole, like, process that was, like, becoming accustomed uh, to science. I, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Kind of, yeah. Um, but if you ask me, like, in school, was I good at science? Not really. Yeah. But, like, I was very interested in it. But I just sucked at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've always, I've always been really, really interested in like edibles and just weed and and like I remember years ago watching. Um, it was on 420. It was they always have like documentaries on like Vice and things like yeah. that. So I remember watching a documentary about how um, they were using cannabis to help treat like seizures and. And just all these crazy different, um, like, sicknesses and diseases and, and just all of it. And that got me interested because my dog, the same one that got sick this year, and yeah. which was the motivation for everything, he has been epileptic and he's had seizures since he was two. He's now 11. Mm. Um, so that got me thinking, like, is that something that can help my dog? Mm. Like, So I started doing more research into it and started looking more into CBD and things like that. And I've always been interested in, like, that medical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then once I started doing everything with making the edibles, that was kind of, like, the direction that I always wanted to go in was to be able to, you know, make this bottle of sauce right here. And this is going to be exactly this much CBD. And this is great for anxiety. Like, it's specifically for this one thing. So, mm-hmm. like, like that's my goal with, with everything. And that's where yeah. I want to go in, 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 like, the direction that I want to go in. 
Um, that's great. And I just think that's, it's amazing that you can do that with this. Like for sure. That's, I, that's where I think a lot of medicine and science is going in the direction of something where you can target a specific area where you can Mm -hmm. get to, I was, um, Telling us to Brendan the other day, because I love getting up at Sunday morning, you know, 9 a.m., watching CBS Sunday morning. Because <laughs> I like the little news. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I like the program, and I like, like the, you know, the news interviews and whatever they capture. And there was one where they're talking about, uh, which I guess in a way it's shell shock therapy, but uh, very, like, advanced technology. Well, they put this, you know, little device on someone's forehead and they're going like targeting sending magnetic pulses to a specific area of your cerebral mm-hmm. um that's helping people with depression oh, wow. so like how wicked would it be if you could also do that with marijuana a specific strange something you're targeting specifically oh it's going to go towards this part of your brain yeah. or like yeah this is going to be specifically for anxiety this specifically will help you your muscles or help you your joint pain help you sleep and do this and whatever whatever and like it's in you know other states i feel like it's definitely you know the wave will come this way (laughs) over time hopefully we have the thing with that is even what they do have right now like for therapeutic purposes like rso um, it's super high dose and it's disgusting. It normally mm. comes in like a syringe and it's gross. Oh. But imagine being able to take the RSO <laughs> in a sauce. Like yes, you're just right. eating some nuggets, dipping it in, and you're right. getting your medication. Yep. And it's specifically for what, you know, is is going on. It's yes. it's catered to you to what you're what's going on. And like I wanna be able to do that. I wanna be able to have something that people are gonna enjoy while getting their actual medication sure also because like a concern a lot of people have with edibles is like, sometimes people don't have the greatest edible stories oh, like they yes. have experiences yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying like anytime someone's eating an edible and like all of our bodies react differently yeah. for sure um which you know finding out medication that's like you were saying specific to each individual where it's like your gene makeup i don't know mm-hmm. like your DNA, like something that's actually this is your composition different than you know Rena's is different than brendan's is different than yeah um so there's a name for that it's actually called your endocannabinoid system Ooh, yes. you have in your body um it's receptors that is going to um receive the thc and it's going to that's going to determine your high so Mm -hmm. like you said there are people who've had terrible edible stories but and then have you ever seen the people that it's like i ate so many edibles and i didn't feel shit Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. there are people who don't have a reaction because they don't have that many endocannabinoids in their digestive tract so yeah, so, so a lot of people, a lot more people have it, like, in their lungs and everything, and that's mm-hmm. where, like, when you smoke, you're going to feel it more, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have it in their in, in their digestive tract, so that's where they don't feel the... Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Is that, like, a genetic thing, mostly, or are there things you can eat to make, to, like, kind of change that for um, yourself? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I really don't know if it's a genetic thing. I don't think so, because I've gotten like siblings who one has like a half of something and is dying the other one can eat like 
can drink like six bottles of juice and not feel a single thing. So yeah, like it's not best. Yeah, yeah. it's probably not hereditary. So I really don't guess. know. Maybe it's just your enzymes. It's the type of enzymes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I have no idea. But you know, there's there's Look a lot more research. Yeah. There's a lot more research to be done on that. For sure, absolutely. <laughs> which is wonderful because I feel like when they require even more data, it's just like it's just gonna help us. Oh. We just need to know more information more about time, it. Yeah. For sure. Um, what if you'd be so kind as to share your first uh, experience with weed the first time you got high. Also, if that is, you know, your first edible experience or if that is a bad edible experience, whatever whatever you want to share. (laughs) Um, so the first time I got high, um, was with my cousin in her basement and we smoked out of an apple and it was really funny because (laughs) it was was a mission for us to get there because we were supposed to First, we were supposed to meet up and hang out with, like, her friends, and then we were all supposed to uh, smoke together. So when we got to the friend's house, they had already smoked without us, but we still had, like, our little baggie Mm. of weed ready Mm -hmm. to go. And I think we were, I must have been, I think, like, 15 or 16 at the time or something. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> we're like, oh, do you guys, did you guys get wrapped for us? And they're like, no, we smoked it already. And we're like, so how are we going to smoke? And they're like, I don't know. So then we're like, oh, we don't even want to hang out with you guys. We're going to go. Yeah. So we decide to walk back to her house. Now, she, apparently I didn't know that we were going to be walking like three miles back to her house. <laughs> and it was freezing. And it was already like 10 o'clock at night. So number one, no, no place is open. And mm. then number two, we're like sixteen. Nobody's gonna sell you a freaking tobacco wrap. Yeah. And so we're like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? We asked so many people to buy it for us. Nobody wanted to help us. And then we eventually got to her place, and we're like, all right, what are we gonna do? So we waited for everybody to go to sleep, and she went into the kitchen and she got an apple and she made it into a little makeshift bong thing, and it was the best high of my life, and I couldn't stop laughing. It was great, and I loved it. And yeah, it was awesome. And that is so great. It was yeah. a great time. Yeah. Out of an apple. Apple gets the job done. Apple yeah. a day. It definitely does. doctor away. Mm-hmm. If you throw it hard enough. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what was your first um, edible experience? Um, I don't remember. Hmm. It was that bad, huh? Honestly, <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm lying. I do remember because my dog almost died that day. Oh, <laughs> so I had a friend who made a bunch of cookies and he gave me one and he's like, only eat half. Okay. So I ate half and I put the other half in a little Ziploc bag. And oh, you actually one, listened? I did, I did. Wow. So I was, I was good. I felt great. Like, yeah. I was all right. And then I got home and I like threw the baggie on top of my bed and whatever went to sleep and at that time i only had two dogs so i had my little chihuahua and i have a little yorkie and i wake up in the middle of the night with the yorkie puking her brains out and i'm like what the hell's going on so i'm cleaning up her her throw up and i'm like that smells familiar i'm like what is that smell i'm like oh my god so i'm just cleaning it and then i'm like the cookie and i go crazy like flipping my sheets and everything trying to find it and then I find the bag and like the half of the cookie is half eaten and she's a four pound Yorkie so so she I just I felt so bad I took her outside and I'm like oh my god she's gonna fucking die I'm like eat grass come on you guys (laughs) you'll be okay (laughs) and I I really 
thought she was just it was, she was all right she was fine she was, okay. she was totally fine they've eaten a lot of edibles since then <laughs> which you know it's not the greatest but that chihuahua that has all the health issues it slows his heart down which is great because he has an enlarged heart that beats way too fast mm. so oh. it actually really helps him out it's like regulate it, it totally regulates him and it wow. helps with the seizures but i don't like to give it to him because you know sometimes he gets too high and he can't even walk <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's all about uh, dosage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, they have businesses where it's marijuana for dogs. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Reason. Well, I guess a lot. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what the balance is between what they're giving the dogs if it's mostly CBD. It's, it's probably. From what I've THC, been giving right? my dog, it's mostly CBD. Right? Yeah. The yeah. THC that he's consumed has been completely accidental. <laughs> like, all <laughs> right. It. Yeah. It's been times but it's been completely accidental every time that would just be too much for the, yeah yeah gotcha. um uh, we gotta just check back in with the challenge ah uh, yes the <laughs> oh challenge. yeah wait what was the yes, challenge uh, the challenge was where it was uh, to name uh u.s uh capital cities so capitals oh. in the u.s don't worry i mean we did we definitely steered you away from that Right Just because we not wanted either. to know immediately about <laughs> you. I literally don't know any capital cities. That's fine. No because, way. Because uh, I will tell you that the low bar is zero. So you would not have <laughs> yeah. zero in the podcast. Um, is it like Trenton? Trenton. All right. Trenton. I got one. Let's go. Albany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Those are the two most important ones. You know, I was in third grade, and you had to memorize all the state capitals. Yeah, we did too. Quiz yeah. on it. And Everybody, I smoked a lot right? of weed since. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, you know what? When I was a teenager, I thought I would remember everything I ever learned, and then and like it's like between like like getting older and like I, like you thought that. Oh, you know, I was a teenager. You thought you were gonna because I was, I was, I was like, I remember everything else that's happened in my life, basically up until this point. Now, why wouldn't I remember more? And uh, and then I found out not probably like five or six years later that was not the case. But yeah, see, at least you realize that because even though I know that, I'm, I still always tell myself, yeah, I'll remember this, and then I completely forget everything. Oh, I never trust my memory. I'm terrible, and I haven't learned yet. I always have to. You always have to like write things down on your phone or make sticky notes or something like. Yes. I sh- and most of the time I know I should write them down and I'm like no 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 I'll remember <laughs> it's important I'll remember it I don't <laughs> do you get yeah. um, like do you like when for inspiration for like things that you want to make because we were also talking about this before too about mm-hmm. how you like you do kind of want to like always be cycling like new ideas and new items and yes. new food because people want to see new stuff you know yeah. people do love the new uh, and so do you like just get like inspiration for things out of the blue or how does it come to you usually um I like to stick to things that I eat. So if I really like something, I'm going to try to infuse mm-hmm. it. Um, I also love watching food on TV and everything. Um, mm-hmm. My boyfriend is a huge foodie, so we always just go out different places. And everywhere we go, like, I'll look at the menu and I'll see, like, what it is. I'm like, I can totally infuse this. Like, I can totally mm-hmm. make this. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, definitely get inspiration from everywhere. Yeah. Um, but... Mostly, I like to, like I said, stick to things that I know how to make, mm. things that, you know, comfort foods. Yeah. 
Yeah. It does go well with the whole, like, the aesthetic of, like, being high, too, because it's, like, that's, like, one of, like, the positive things is sometimes, like, when weed hits you the right way, it does kind of make you feel, like, make you feel comfortable, especially if you have, like, a nice indica and, like, you're, like, settling yeah. in for the night and you're, like, I am going to become a part of this couch right exactly. now. And that is exactly the mood I'm in right now. Yeah. And it's even better when you, when you take an edible because, like, mm-hmm. when you're smoking, it's kind of, like, instant, but when you're, when you're taking an edible, like... You'll take it and you'll just be watching TV and then like out of nowhere you feel like you're part of the couch. Yeah. And you're like, this is And great. you just ride it. Yeah. And, like, and, just like, and like in your head, you know how to move, but like your body doesn't. Yeah. Like you're just like, yeah, I want to get up right now. And it's like, but how? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your body's like, I don't see a reason for you to exactly. move. So why would we move? And there then- is no dire emergency right yeah. now. You don't need to get up. Sometimes I like count down in my head where I'm just like, all right, Rena, get up in one. <laughs> and then they're just like two minutes and like nothing happens you're just like, like oh so I'll give myself ten seconds <laughs> yeah and then ten yeah, seconds go by is, and yeah you gotta keep resetting the clock until you forget that you're resetting a clock and while you were sitting there you got distracted with something else and then you just you know then there you go yeah but and then sometimes I I have really productive edible moments too mm-hmm. like where wow. sometimes like it really just lights a fire and I am doing everything yeah. and it gets me like so focused like it's Ugh. it's I wish I was that when I'm high or when I have edibles. See, I don't know I'm when I'm going to be like that, though. <laughs> so sometimes so I'll take an edible with the intention time. of being that productive and doing okay. all of that. And the complete opposite happens where I just won't move and I won't get up. And then yeah. that's when I do, like, the countdown in my head about 40 <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I still don't get up. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever, like, either, if, either from smoking or eating, like, like gotten so high that you feel like it's, like, you don't feel like, like, you don't have, like, super strength, but you feel like a superhero almost. Like, it gives you, like, a super energy in you. It's kind of like what you're saying, too, where it's, like, it makes you feel like, like you're, you you want to like go run around do things or what is your normal high experience when you get high? Um, I think at this point now, I just you know I'm pretty chill. I am still very functional. I can do a lot. Um, yeah, I think I don't I don't think the thing is too. I don't I know my limit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like once I know I'm good, I'm okay. I don't yeah. have to. I don't gotta do anything yes. else. Yes. Um, but that that know your superhuman feeling I did get from shrooms. Hello there, it's Jordan Freed from Late Night Hump, the person you're probably listening to on the podcast right now. I just wanted to let you know that we are coming back with our interdimensional improv show that takes you through space time, and different realities over the course of an hour-long show that's made up on the spot based off of your suggestions. Our show is going to be Friday, November 12th, 2021 at 9.30 p.m. Get there around 9 p.m. so you can get settled in. It's at the Players Theater at 115 McDougal Street between West 3rd and Bleecker Streets in New York, New York. York, baby. We're going to be in the Steve and Mary Skuros Theater, the Players Theater, third floor loft. Uh, You will have to have a proof of vaccination, but that should be fine for all of you guys. And these shows are really a ton of fun. They're really the best thing that we do. Do not miss this. Go to Late Night Hump 
dot com slash shows to find the ticket link. Once again, that's late night hump dot com slash shows for the ticket link. And when you go there and buy your tickets, you could use code hump to get 50% off. It's definitely worth the code. Uh, do that for yourself. Get your tickets early before the show sells out because we're only going to quarterly shows now. We used to do monthly. So come on out, fill out the seats, enjoy our first show all this fall. Back to the show. Ah, we can go down that rabbit hole. I also do agree with you, Brendan. Yes, sometimes I I do feel yeah superhuman when you're like high. You just feel unstoppable, or you can even like um, when you're running while high. It's definitely I feel like you Mm. have longer stamina. So I used to I used to be like super into the gym, and every time before going into the gym, I would sit in the parking lot and like hotbox my car. And I would have the best workout of my life. You just, yeah, you just, you just more. yeah, for you really do endure a lot more. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thank you. What are we lighting up? This is Great Diamonds. Ooh. Everybody get another hit if you're, you know, smoking or edibling along with us. Um, make sure you drink your water. Or your tea, or your soda, or anything else that'll keep you hydrated. Also, quick plug-in, Late Night Hump, this Friday, November 12th, 9.30 p.m., Player Studio in New York City. We're back with the Interdimensional Improv Show. Come watch it. It's going to be super fun. Use code HUMP. That's mm. all you got to use. got to use that code. You have 50% off. Yeah, guys, we've literally never had anyone come to the show who didn't enjoy it. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we'll take you some, to some crazy places. Uh, also, just keep listening to Sessions of Mary Jane so you can get more episodes like this. Uh, we have usually about like two every week that come out. And then also just listen to The Morning Shower. It's our daily news podcast. So be sure to keep checking that out. We got a lot of good things coming for you. Uh, thank you, Gabby, again for, for smoking us up with this wonderful circle of, of little pre-rolls. It's amazing. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I'm just going to check in with those capitals again. Oh. Just in case you, know, you want to add anything to the, to the list. I was you know. just thinking and... <laughs> yeah. Well, so, 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 where have you traveled? Like, where are your? Oh, your wait. Also, shrooms. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> that that was the most That's... Mary Jane moment of all time. Like, three conversations at once. We gotta get them all. All right, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, the audience, the audience are probably used to that by now. Um, <laughs> yes. You're. Okay. I want to know your shrooms experience. Yes, yes. So my all-time favorite shrooms experience was the first time I was doing shrooms by myself, which I highly recommend everybody do it by mm-hmm. themselves at least once. It is so like spiritual and, and self discovering. It's awesome. I loved it. Um, but the first time I was doing shrooms alone, um, I don't even remember how I ate it. I think I put it like with some Oreos and just Ooh. Chopped it down. It was disgusting. Mm. Yeah, no, it was um, terrible. Wait, so Oreo like was that. the chaser to the shrooms? It was like at the same time. Ah, uh, okay. Because I, I'm super grossed out by shrooms, and if I chew on them, I immediately start gagging. So I have oh, to have like so, another yeah. type of texture I need it in, in a there. chocolate cup. Yeah, I need like a, another texture or something while I'm eating gotcha. too. Yeah. Um, so I took them, and then like. Immediately after taking them, I'm like, oh my god, I still have to be responsible. Let me go, like, walk my dogs and do everything before I, mm-hmm. like, before I start tripping. Mm-hmm. So, 
I take my dogs out for a walk and I guess like it had already started like hitting. And when I was out there, I felt like, at, first off, I felt like everybody was outside that day. And then my dogs are not that nice. They bark oh. at everybody. Like, they're oh. just, they're not nice. And um, I felt like everybody that one day wanted to come play with my dogs. And it was just bad. So I was like, all right, let me get back inside. So I'm like, okay, let me, let's see what I can do. Let me turn on the TV. So I started I put on Alice in Wonderland. It was not a good idea either. Mm. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, like, I changed it to something. <laughs> That's your first thought. Oh, got you. That's no, all it's it an instinct, though, because it does feel yeah, like the kind of movie you should put on when you when you are. It does. When you're it does. Yeah. No, don't do it. It's terrible. <laughs> was um, it like creepy, creeping you out? You mean? Like yeah. The visuals. It, it it wasn't like I wasn't like fully tripping yet, but like the. A pre-trip anxiety was hitting me. Ah, uh, got you. And I was just like, I can't watch that. Mm-hmm. So I just turned it off, and then I just turned on my music. And I started yes. listening to music, and I have, um, like, the Hughes Phillips light bulbs that, like, change colors. Mm. And then I also have an app that, like, syncs my music to Ooh. my life. Yes, I have that. Oh, I have that same thing. Yes. Amazing. So I just laid in bed. I laid in my bed, and I just looked at the lights and it was amazing and, and that's it that's all you need it like it was funny because i would like close my eyes and then if i close my eyes just like softly i would see like one thing and i remember like if i put pressure on like my eyeballs it was really weird because and then i started seeing what looked like eyeballs and then it looked like fingers coming out of the eyeballs and pushing them open but and then the fingers would get really long and it would turn into spider legs Ooh. and i was just like okay i don't like that <laughs> so i would i like took that out and then i would like open my eyes and then i started smoking at the same time that mm. i was tripping and Ooh, every way escalated and then every way i was like you were looking in the mirror no, no no i was just laying in bed I was just looking. I, I had oh, my oh. eyes closed when I was seeing all of oh, this. So oh, oh, oh. I had my I eyes closed were and it was just in my head. Got you. Okay. And then, um, and then I opened my eyes and I started, like, smoking. And the colors were changing with the lights, but it was, like, like it was smoke. But every layer, like, every time it would change colors, in my head, it was, like, this layer would stay blue. This layer was mm. red. So it looked like a rainbow. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. <laughs> And then I decided I wanted to, like, open the window because it was, like, a summer. It was, like, in August. It was August of last year. And I opened the window. And this is the part where I don't know if this was in my head or if this was really going on. (laughs) I heard music. I was hearing, like, traditional Indian music. And I was like, oh, somebody must have it on in, like, their house or something. It's, like, it was just coming in through the windows. And I kept hearing children, like, laughing and playing, which is, you know, in the summertime where I live, there's a lot of kids. It wasn't something that was totally uh-huh. outrageous to be hearing. Uh-huh. But I don't know if I really heard it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but and then I just started hearing music, and I started hearing these kids playing. And I closed my eyes again, and I was, like, um, what's that goddess that's, like, that? Um, the lady with like the bunch of arms Shiva? Yes that's who I I, I don't know maybe that's who it is Let me double check Yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure 
but that's who I turned into. And then I kept hearing kids. So like in my head, there was like kids running all around me and it just felt great. So then like that moment passed and I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. I want to go eat. So I decide to like walk to my kitchen and I had this tiny little like lantern. I wish I, I could show you guys a picture of it, <laughs> but it's like, you know, like when you're at like the checkout aisle, like you see like little kids toys. Mm. It was a tiny little lantern. It looks like the ones that like people take camping, but it's like this big. Oh, yes. It's like an inch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's super tiny, and but it actually works. And I, in my tripping, I turned on that little light and I kept saying like, if this little light goes out, I'm done. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then at some point, because I had the light on for such a long time, it started flickering. It started freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? So, and I had all the lights off in my apartment. And at this point, it's already like, maybe like eight o'clock in August. It's like just starting to like get dark and everything. So I didn't have any lights on. And I'm like walking through my apartment. And and in my head, I was being really loud and I had to be really quiet. So none of my neighbors heard me. (laughs) So I'm like tiptoeing through my apartment with this little light, just holding it, like trying to get to the kitchen. And then I made some food or whatever. And then I decided to like open my door and I used to have like a bunch of plants in front of my, um, in front of my, my apartment. Mm -hmm. And I opened the door and the moment I opened the door, it was like a personal concert going on and my plants were singing to me. (laughs) And it was amazing. It was the craziest thing. There was like a nice, beautiful breeze. And like, as they were like swaying in the wind, they were dancing and singing. And it was funny because like, if anybody was outside looking Uh in, they would have just seen me looking like a dumbass. Staring at my plants. Um, But it was amazing. And they were, it was a personal concert. And then... I ended up making some food and then like I came down from the trip but it was the most phenomenal trip of my life and it was it was just so cool and like I there was like a lot more that that went on but those were the really cool parts (laughs) thank you for sharing yeah so that's really neat Okay, what was the other question that we were trying to... Uh, oh, do you travel a lot? Like, have you, are there a lot of places in the country that you've traveled to? I have been to every state on the East Coast. Mm. Um, and that's about it. I mm. haven't traveled anywhere besides the East Coast. Yeah. Um, and Brazil. Oh, yeah, and Brazil. Exactly. <laughs> right. Puerto Rico. Right. I went to Puerto Rico for oh, the first cool. time this year. It was awesome. Oh, cool. Definitely want to go back. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think that's... That's pretty much it. I definitely want to go to a lot more states. I want to go, like, out west and everything. Um, Definitely want to travel the world. (laughs) But I... One of my plans is um, I wanted to do... What's that movie? I think it's called Chef. Have you seen it? Yeah, with where it's like yeah. the, the guy, the, the gourmet chef that gets the food truck. That's, yeah. that's, that's John Favreau. Yeah, that's Favreau, what I wanted. Yeah. That's really what I wanted and to Sophia do. Sophia Vergara is in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really what I wanted to do, and I wanted to like get a food truck and go to like all these different states. I wanted to do that this summer, and then just a lot just started happening and didn't work out. But yeah. but still, definitely something I want to do is yes. oh you can still make that happen yeah yeah I want I wanted to like go to every state stay like a weekend and just like I'm only there for for these two days mm. come would through would it be an edibles truck 
Yeah. What? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? And it's just that it would be the name of your business? Yeah. Or is, like, the van going to get, like, a special, like, mm. name? Mm. Food truck name or something? You know, where it's just, it's like... Gabby's on the go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I was going to say. Yeah. So it's always something with the go. Alliterate. <laughs> that alliteration. Can't beat that. Yeah. It's, it's, like, that's, like, one of the coolest things that, that like food trucks have become just like a legitimate place to get like really great food because yeah. probably for a while food trucks were seen as like oh like what's the you're buying oh also we took that is one of the coolest layers I've ever seen in my entire life like, I, like we're all like laying up we're just like using these like caveman it's layers little, George, here, I'll leave this one with you guys wait, wait really? Oh, yeah man layers God. what's wrong with their layers? No, they're, just, they're just they're you know regular old layers isn't it weird it all says Bic yeah like Bic pen yeah, it's the same, yeah company. same company. Yeah, that's in, I. I just realized that now. <laughs> that no. they make pens and lighters. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, I, we're crossover. <laughs> like, what else do they make? A lot of stuff. Yeah, they don't fox. Um, movies. they make no. they make uh, they make razors. Like that you oh, shave. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And a lot of times it is like the cheapest version of it. Like, yes. Right? It's like the cheapest yeah. pens are like the The blue pens. and the, the, I the, hate those. Okay. <laughs> the pens I don't have a problem with. Their razors like are the plastic, blue plastic. Yeah. 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 Those ones are, yeah, total cheap. Like the single blade ones that them. you get at like the dollar store. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Like we were talking about before about the whole of the can opener of like, oh, like you like want to get a good one, but sometimes you're just like, ah, this one's the cheapest one. I want to get this one. I've, got, I've had that one with razors too where I'm like, I smell like a lot because like they, razors can be expensive, yeah. you know. Especially if you like a really like a nice one, and I'm like, man, like part of, there's a part of me that can't rationalize. Like, why would I spend like twenty dollars on one item when I can get twenty for the same exact But then you you use them and you're like, oh, I know why this is a dollar because my face is like torn to shreds. So. Speaking of razors, you know what's funny to me is when they have women like the women's razors commercials. And they came out with one with like Venus where it's just like, now with this razor, you can like shave up and down. Like you're not just going in one direction. And I'm just like, bitch, I've already been doing that with my razor, like a lawnmower across your leg. And they show it as if it's the first thing they fucking invented. And then also they're like blades as strong as a, like a men's razor. And it's just like, we've been buying men's razors because your blades are not strong enough. We're ahead of you. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, do you like ever go out and do like, I don't know, like Venus on the street and then you just ask people <laughs> like, like Billy on the street. Yeah. <laughs> you just asking actual customers like how they use your like then you would have gotten fucking honest answers. It's just anyway, that just pops into my <laughs> But yeah. It's, why why not? Like like let's go, let's like pivot the market, let's change it up, make women's material the same as men's. Yeah. <laughs> You're not trust me, we can take more. Do you think men get as many waxes as women? I, I don't know. I can't say. Maybe men do actually. Actually know. You know, my mom is a professional waxer and oh. she gets a lot of men. She gets I wanna she Okay, gets, laser hair removal. You don't get a lot of men with that, do you? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I guess, like, there's, like, probably still, like, a stigma attached to, like, I think in general, like, just, like, any kind of, like, hair or body care, like, there's, like, still this, like, weird thing with men where it's, like, still kind of, like, some people still see it as, like, a, like, feminine thing to, like, take care of your body yeah. and, like, have any kind of, like, sense That's of... That's so stupid. You know? It's I, I, stupid. Yeah, I guess Some people yeah. are just uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Also, also, supporting the other side, though, like, if you are a... Uh, 
woman, I will also raise my hand and nobody can see me on the podcast. But people, if you want to just be your natural being and not have to shave or not oh, have to take care of your do or like you want fucking armpit hair, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. it's your body hair. It doesn't matter. They make everything seem like, yeah, you do. You I don't know. understand why body hair makes people so uncomfortable. It does. Like why it so does. why not not only body hair, because I understand personal body hair making you you uncomfortable, but why oh, does yeah, somebody yeah. else's body hair make you uncomfortable? Uh, because this world's filled with people who get uncomfortable buying things other people do all the time. All the time. And they can't fathom it. And then the the thing is like, it's so crazy how many people just like can't get over the actions and the, the, like the ideas and the thought processes of other people sometimes, you know, but yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, we also like, at least with the body hair thing it's like there's all these like stigmas that like exist when you're born into the world that you have no control over yeah. and so like, and so like a lot of there's a lot of times where like you, people spend like a majority or a portion of their life like unlearning and like realizing oh like this is a stigma that exists even the, same with the weed thing too it's like yeah like people are and, and like that's the thing is like as more time goes on it seems like you know hopefully uh that pe- like future generations will be born to a world where like there's like less of a stigma around things like that, and because it, 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 it just because the longer it takes you to, to like uh, like to learn that stigmas are wrong, the the less time you have to enjoy whatever the like, the good thing is that yeah. it is. Well, so. it's just also like additional to that. What are like the products that are making money? So they whatever commercials mm-hmm. are being targeted to you to make you think that like oh this is the acceptable lifestyle you should have this is how you should take care of your beauty this is how what you should do with cosmetics yeah, blah, blah, the blah, blah, ideal blah. beauty standard yeah is mm. bullshit <laughs> which is you know i think we're definitely making progress oh, because 100%. more things i i i mean as far as people's confidence in like body image in uh just anything like physical i think people are becoming more in, comfortable in their skin mm-hmm. um yeah it i uh, like i i i totally feel that if people like had difficulty with it i get it but like you're like it's just nice when you like recognize your own personal growth yeah. and you see other people and you're just like oh yeah you're right that is awesome because you know what they've taught us in the past is total crap <laughs> you know mm-hmm. i i definitely feel that on a personal level um, just because like growing up, I was, I'm, I'm a pretty big girl and I love it. I am curvy and I love every single part of me. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> growing up, <laughs> growing up, I was always taught, you know, like you have to be skinny. Nobody's going to love you if you're not skinny, if you're not this, if you're not that. And my whole life, I was terrified of wearing shorts because I was always told my legs are too fat for me to wear shorts. And I didn't wear shorts again until 2018 Mm. I didn't wear shorts like literally did not even own a pair of shorts was terrified of showing my legs Mm. hated showing my legs Mm. and even now like I put on I put something on and I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't wear this and I'm like no like like I feel comfortable I feel great why am I going to stop myself because of you know what I was told as a little kid yes and like it's crazy because Back then, like, all of my cousins and everybody in my family was all skinny and everything. And, like, now that everybody is, you know, life happens. Everybody is has gained a little bit of weight. 
and they are all like hating their bodies I have mm. learned to love my body because I've lived with it my whole life and I'm at a point where I'm so comfortable with myself that I don't give a fuck what mm. anybody says like I like my my family would be like oh you gained a little weight and I'm like I know and it went to all the right places yeah. that looks great yeah. that looks amazing I'm so happy to hear that that sounds great no I because I, I definitely struggled with self love <laughs> it's fucking isn't it crazy to say honestly like say and be like yes I <laughs> this is hard <laughs> and even, even, even why with, should this you be know, so hard even with as far as you you've come and as confident as you are you still struggle with it like right. on a daily the basis insecurities yeah. yeah like no matter what you're always gonna have like that self doubt that insecurity like you're yeah. saying like it's it's always gonna be there but like you know just gonna feel like a badass bitch. <laughs> for sure. I do feel like it is definitely a little bit more pressure on women. Oh, for sure. Being like, yeah, whatever, you have to fit into whatever this box is. Yeah. Also, where, like, you know, they give you this BS because, like, oh, you're Middle Eastern, so you have these problems, you have to do, like, this thing, whatever. Like, when they tie it to culture, or, I mean, in, you know, I, like, I've been out of school for a while, so I'm, uh, you know, assuming there's still bullying going on, which, which actually... Sorry, this is me having a high brain, but, like, since things have been <laughs> virtual recently because the pandemic or hybrid, uh-huh. I actually don't... I am curious yeah. what, like, how uh, is bullying <laughs> minimized, I guess, in school settings. But definitely when, like, I went to school, it was just like, yeah, you were... I, you felt even worse about it because... Mm-hmm. I feel like bullying might be even worse now because of social media. Yeah. Oh, well. Sure. It evolves. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's back then, bullies, yeah. It, yeah, there was, there were, you know, true, there true. was physical bullying where, you know, you would get picked on, things like that. And like but now, girls were always verbal. I never had anything physical. physical. Yeah, they were always verbal. verbal. Which um, I feel like hurt more. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but these words are really gonna hurt me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely think you know that just transitioned. It evolved into being yeah. on online now, yeah. Yeah. but it's definitely still going on. Gentler and kinder yeah. to people. Also to embrace that, like, oh hey, you come from this different culture, and like this is why your skin's this way. You're like, hey, yeah, that I understand why your I do hair is thicker, like, coarser. Like I understand why you're, you know. Also, you just like people. I do definitely think of, like, a, like the younger generation is a lot more accepting, mm-hmm. and they are more open because of the technology and the visibility that they have. Mm-hmm. At their fingertips. Yeah. Like, I feel like us growing up, like, yeah, there was the news, there was newspapers and stuff like that, but, like, you know, did you really pick up a newspaper to read it when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. No. But now, you got, like, six-year-olds with iPads, with telephones, and... Telephone. God, I sounded so old saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Friends and I just nodded. We're like, oh, yeah, it's a telephone. Telephone, yes. Nobody says that like they are you know more they're seeing more of the world they're they're experiencing more of it and it's opening their minds more so i feel like you know the younger generation although there are you know some people who are very stuck in their ways and things like that Mm. and are pretty racist and like they perpetuate that through their children and stuff like although there is that i feel like there's a lot more acceptance going on 
Yes. And there's a lot more evolution. And it's crazy to think that we're still having a lot of the conversations that we were having 60, 70 years yeah. ago. Yeah. But we've come so far since then. Even though we're still talking about the same topics, we have crazily evolved. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's still a lot to be done in 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 the yeah. world and everything and, you know, in acceptance because the world's pretty ugly. Pretty yeah, which is why it's important to just be kind to people, be gentle with them, be everybody like, should just you know, smoke weed and, like, right. it's great. It's, right. You just love everybody after that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> hasn't that always been the issue though? It's like, it's like there are people who make money off of like violence and wars, yep. and it's like, what is the opposition to that? The people who want peace, love, and smoking weed, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, so we know, we see you, but <laughs> I think I think that's why like like the like the thing you're saying before about like younger people having access to like like the news but also like the history too and and like also i feel like kids now are not like told like i feel like when like when we were younger there was this notion of like oh you have to like protect kids by not like having them be like yeah. really know about the things that go on in the world you know even yeah. with something like 9 11 i felt like there was like still like a little bit of the kid glove thing where it's like we can't tell you nothing happened because you know that we literally happened. saw it happening right exactly school. Right. like if, if they could make us not see it they would have you know we saw the the second plane hit right like. yeah i think the, i think the, when the, the challenger exploded is a kind of a similar thing where it's yeah. like immediately kids are just like like there's like wait this is not something that i've ever been like yeah. before. what is going on mm-hmm. right now and i think between covid and like and like black lives matter and george floyd like all these things that like, have happened just in the last like two years or so i think that's something kids are like all right well like because I, I have friends who are teachers who will talk about how like after things like that like especially history teachers that have mm-hmm. like discussions because like kids like kids don't want to be treated like they're stupid and, yeah and they never have and so if you try to act like something is, like, not a big deal when they know it is because mm-hmm. they're not stupid, they got, they're going to want to know. And, like, and kids definitely are more inclined now to, like, know and be informed at a younger age, for the yeah. most part. Again, like, at the end of the day, it's all about, like, whatever influences you have. Yeah. Whoever's influencing you is, and at a young age is yeah. going to have an influence over what you think and say anyway. Yeah, so. sure. But the absorption rate is different, like, how much they're taking in. And yeah. like you said, also, they have the power now to go on any device or any source that they have <laughs> to also find out many perspectives on the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're not even getting one source of information anymore. Yeah. You're getting it from all sorts of places. Like, so many people, so many more people have a voice because of social media platforms where it's like, yeah, now mm-hmm. I get to tell you what I think firsthand. Like, this is my side of the story and, you know, whatever it is. So I think, I think it's also, it's very, very cool in that, like, there's obviously good and bad with it, but I do think it's very cool for people to be connected and to people, for people to you know, organize a force and be just stronger with each other because you Mm. can be like, oh, I also to see, to know that you're not alone. You're like, hey, you know, may think you're going through something in your own town, but it's just like, no, the same thing's happening over there. Or like the same thing happening next day, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, connect with each other because you are stronger together. You are like, you know, it's the people Mm -hmm. where, you know, we're the ones who create change. So it's definitely made the world so much smaller. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah true. Mm. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy to think about it. That yeah. like it's so easy to just take out my. I can get on WhatsApp right now and call somebody that is like ten thousand miles away. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, before they have to, they have to, to like get cards, yeah, a little card and like dial a specific number and then. 
Like, even though it said two hours, sometimes it was only, like, 30 minutes. I remember those days. Like, <laughs> yeah. shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, like, I I'm sh- I know that probably carrier pigeons are very well trained, but you won't really trust them. They have an important message, and they're like, I'm going to tie this to a bird, and this How bird will deliver. How do they know where to go? Yeah. Sex thing must, must have taken so long to do it, because you have to wait for the birds to go, and then come back, and... Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, like, bird. I, I know nothing about pigeons. Somebody like, pretend like I, I know nothing about carrier pigeons, but you, you watch Game of Thrones. I do watch Game of Thrones. They, they do, they do use carrier pigeons. You know, so. but pigeon, pigeons. What if they've yeah. just gotten dumber over centuries? Because I walk around New York City and I'm just like, this thing can't deliver a message. Because well, they don't use it for messages so anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They, so they, they, yeah. they, they, they de de escalated. Yeah, yeah. 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 you're right. Sharpen these skills anymore? I'm just going to walk around and pick up this friend. Yeah, hey, you can go up to them and be like, "Hey, can you deliver this?" They're like, "What? What am I, like, Grandpa? I don't know where to that for you? I don't know where to go." Who still writes letters? Send me an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that bitch um, got a Gmail. Yeah. Um, well, Gabby, this has been an absolute pleasure. Before we close out, do you want to throw any more capital cities that you got in your mind? Uh, no pressure to do it. Uh, just if there's any that have have called you to you. Keep forgetting about that. Uh, yeah. Is Denver? Is that a capital? Mm, let's not. see. I know that it, a city. No, you know it, it is hard because, like, in theory, you'd think like the the most popular city. And this is the hard thing about learning the capital cities in school too. Is like you'd be like, oh, the city that I know is going to be the capital of the state, and that's not the case. That all is correct. Denver. Denver? Yes. Right. Yes. Cool. All right. Cool. In this case, it is though. So. <laughs> well, and then I want to. I know. I want to say like Atlanta for Georgia, but I know it's not. Or is it? Mm, do you? <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I don't um, think so. Well, yeah. Um, following a vote in 1868, mm-hmm. Georgia once again had a new state capital, Atlanta. Wow, look at you. Yeah, that's okay. a capital city. All right. Um, ninth largest metropolitan area. Is Austin the capital of Texas? I think it might be. I love how we have to check this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we get charged to the people, so that way we don't have we to don't do that. Know. <laughs> if you if you guys ask me to name every state, I can name every ourselves. state. Yeah. Um, Austin is yes. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know how many that is, but I got them. <laughs> your your strategy of I'm gonna say the thing and be like, nah, it's definitely not. It has been working out very well for you. <laughs> nice. <past> three, so. <laughs> What's your total? Right now we are at five state capitals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. 45 to go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I think... You feel that, solid with that number? That's a, it's a great number. Five it is. Five. It is. It's a whole hand. It's a it's whole, a whole hand. hand. Well, we give you a hand, so thank you for coming on to the <laughs> show. Thank you for having me. Um, we, we talked about your stuff, and we, we're so excited to dive into it, and thank you again for bringing all this stuff. Please plug away all the things you're doing, yeah, any handles, thoughts. any thoughts that you have. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram, at Gabby's Gourmet Goodies, LLC. Um, I am going to be having um, two events coming up this month. I have um, a smoking shop on the 19th. It's going to be in Jersey City. If you go on my Instagram, the link is in my bio. It's a free event. Um, A lot of edibles are going to be there. There's going to be a lot of 
good uh, flower, good people, good music. Um, and then I'm also going to be doing another event on the 24th, which is the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. Um, and I'm going to be doing a Thanksgiving themed menu for that one. Oh, man. Um, so definitely keep an eye out on my Instagram. A lot, all the information is going to be on there. Um, and yeah, it was great having yeah, me here. Thank you guys. Uh, everyone go eat. Oh. <laughs>